And welcome to the Nitty Gritty of Real Estate Podcast. Today we are excited to have Lynette Corsten, an astrologer. Let's get into this. Hey everyone, Tom Krieger here from the Nitty Gritty of Real Estate Podcast. Hey, you know, a lot of things are happening right now in the real estate industry. Banks are, you know, almost collapsing and we're seeing a slowdown and an, an acceleration in the market. Has anybody ever thought about the intersection of astrology and real estate? Well, fortunately, we're joined here by Lynette Corston, well-known astrologer and author. And I wanted to have you on, Lynette, because we are in this industry sometimes going what's happening next. And literally, I've had agents flipping coins. And I want to reach out to somebody who is well-knowledged in real, in real estate as well as in the arena of astrology. So welcome to our podcast, Lynette. Thank you for inviting me, Tom. I'm actually thrilled and honored to be putting astrology and real estate together Years ago, I worked in the banking and savings and loan industry, and I actually got my real estate license. So I've, I've taken an interest in this. And so I realized that a long time ago, the best signs f to get their real estate license in any capacity, no matter what they want to do, is Cancer and Taurus. So if I'm a Cancer, so if you have a birthday, everybody knows their birthday, between June 21st and let's just go with July 21st, you're born under the sign of cancer. And cancer's job is to work with families, work with homes, work with the understanding of money. There's more millionaires that are born under the sign of cancer. Interesting. Yes, it yeah. is. And why is that? Because if they can find out what the public wants and then gives it to them, they're going to make a lot of money. So that's the key, finding out what the public wants, right? And as real estate agents, we're constantly asking our clients questions, whether they're looking to sell their house or whether they're looking to buy a house. We have to ask questions to find out what their desires are. Now, in the arena of astrology, which I know very little about, how are you looking at what's currently happening in the real estate market? Well, what comes to mind are all of, the, I'm going to use the word crashes okay. because that's what's coming to mind. Okay. And what that means in my world is planetary wise, we've been going through a very extraordinary strong cycle. And we've been going through a cycle, the biggest one, since November of 2008. Okay. And that cycle, all of us astrologers all over know about it we've been studying it, is Pluto in Capricorn. So if I can break that down very simply, Pluto's job, it's the ruler of Scorpio. Um, it's a he in old mythology. He's very far out there, but we still consider him a planet, even though you know he's been reduced down to a dwarf. He's still a planet, and he still packs some power. And he went into Capricorn... It's amazing, 2008. And so what Pluto's job is, is to go through the country, go through the world, go through the signs and all energies and break it all down. 
his job, he doesn't care. He His job, and he's done, a, I think he's done a very good job over the last, where are we at now, 14 years. And just look at that, 2008. And then Capricorn rules large businesses, small businesses, our government, and the sign of Capricorn, and rules and regulations. It's been phenomenal, more so than when Pluto was in Sagittarius. When Pluto was in Sagittarius in, in 2001, the Twin Towers came down because Sagittarius is airplanes and tall, tall buildings. Right now, it's just as I mentioned. So now his job is done. He's done his destruction. We've all felt it and we all know it. And now as of March, he moved into the sign of Aquarius. So I, I have a joke about this because I have to have a sense of humor because it's been very, very difficult for people in all ways. So if Capricorn is all of the rules and parents have rules, sisters have rules, our government has rules. And so if all of these rules now will not exist in another 14 years because Aquarius wants no rules, okay, it's going to be completely opposite of Capricorn. So this is going to be very exciting and interesting from my perspective. Wow. So it yes. sounds like the Aquarians are like the spoiled child that just wants to run around and have fun. Yes. Yeah. And so, yes. so do you see that? Do you see a lot of craziness in yes. the real estate industry right now? Yes, absolutely. Do you, do you think there's going to be some problems with the banking institutions because they're not maybe following the rules and that may interfere with people's ability to maybe get lending or qualify for lending or able to sell their houses? Are you seeing some of that kind of mischievous stuff being you know, taken on? Hey everyone, we want to interrupt this episode to let you know that we are a Keller Williams Southern Arizona franchise. We are also realtors practicing equal housing. Now let's get you back to the podcast. Yes, and so we're at the end of the cycle. Usually it's most powerful at the end of an astrological cycle, more so than a new beginning, because we don't really know. It's like in, in the infancy, new beginnings are infancy, whereas endings are like, you know, we've gone through everything we can. And so when I ran our, our country's chart, now this is interesting because people just, you know, kind of want to know about their sun sign, right? And, but an in-depth look, when I'm doing this type of thing for businesses and lecturing, we have to look at our country's chart. So our country was born July 4th, 1776. And, you know, there's a lot of charts running around because nobody was alive then. But we, we do have to use it. They signed the Declaration of Independence. And by the way, there were astrologers and numerologists that signed the Declaration of Independence. Mm -hmm. They had to. They had to have some sense of where the planets were, you know, when they signed on to building a country. Mm -hmm. So that's how we look at a chart. And that chart is forever. It's like your birth chart. You know, that carries on when you're born and even after you're not here anymore. And so when I was researching, looking at our country's chart, I mean, everything's showing up, the eighth house. And so eighth house is Pluto and the destruction of 
the banking industry, Eighth House, uh-huh. investments, insurance agencies, rebuilding and building, and it's the war. And no matter what anybody says, Pluto is the god of war, and we are in a war. Mm-hmm. It's not in our country, but it's an energy out there, and we feel it. Seems like we're always in a war for crying out loud. Yeah, well, that yeah. that is what was set up originally, you know, back in 1776, right? Unfortunately, you have to put Pluto somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the god of war. We're in this destructive behavior and energy right now. Some of these planets, it's called retrograde, will retrograde back in May. So everybody should observe right now what is going on. Then we're going to go back into a retrograde motion, Capricorn, back into the government, back into the rules and everything. But by the end of the year, it's straightforward Aquarius. Okay. Okay. So everybody just pay attention. It's probably a good time to maybe make a dream board, make a vision board. Yes. During this chaotic, kind of confusing time and... Maybe I should talk a little bit about how to do that. Real quickly. So if we have a, let's say we have somebody who's looking to purchase their home, first-time home buyers, do you, mm-hmm. would you advise them to put a dream board together? It kind of oh. makes sense to me. Yes, absolutely. So I wrote the book, Dream Boards and Other Mystical Secrets, because we really don't know what's going to happen in many different ways. And so I've, I've worked with different businesses and many churches putting together, and individuals putting together group dream boards and individual dream boards. So I would suggest a family, maybe first-time buyers, because not everybody is on the same page. The husband, the wife, the partners, if there's children involved, we're trying to get them all on the same page. Make yourself a dream board. Get some construction paper. I would use green because green is the color of money, and so there's going to be a lot of money spent on a purchase. And have the children make a dream board. I've got a great story in my my book when two young girls, a seven-year-old and a nine-year-old, made their dream boards. Where does every child want to go? To Disney. And mom made her own. And we were thinking, how are these kids going to get to Disney? She's just recently divorced, right? So the kids did it anyways. And they put the Hilton on there. And the airplanes and Disney and cut out pictures and drew on there what they want and wrote on their dream board, all that, put sparkles on it. It was just two great dream boards. Mom went to the store and Red Book Magazine said, cut out and put your name on the application when you trip to Disney. So she did. The kids signed it. Guess who won the trip? The kids. The kids did, <laughs> out of hundreds of thousands of people. Wow, that's so pretty interesting. it is because of the intention. Yeah. And so the children have an intention. They don't have fear. They just want to go to Disney. So they just put it all out there, and and it worked. Okay. So that's, that's my favorite one on that. So mom should make one. You know, the dad should make one. Cut out houses. Maybe a house that you you want. Um, you can put anything on there, but put it in detail and focus only on one intention per dream board. Okay. So the house Good you advice. want, focus. yeah, not everything focus. else. 
focus. Well, Lynette, I want to thank you very much for stopping in. I appreciate it. We'll link Lynette's book and how to get it below here in the follow-up on our podcast, Lynette. I really appreciate you stopping in, and I wish you all the best. Thank you very much for inviting me. You're welcome. Thank you for listening and watching the Nitty Gritty of Real Estate podcast here with the Tom J. Krieger team of Keller Williams Southern Arizona. If you are interested in buying a home, selling a home, or even investing in real estate, we have 5,000 agents across the country that we can connect you to. If you need any free resources, feel free to check out our website at www.thetjkteam.com. We hope you have a great day.